Imagine being able to pay for your online business using your property. And then how would you actually like to buy more property, more real estate using your online business? Hey, this is Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Business podcast. And in this podcast episode, I'm talking with Andrell and Krisha, who are a power couple in our Bob community who just bought their first online business. And in this podcast episode, we talk about the pros and cons of investing in real estate, the pros and cons of investing in online businesses. And we also talk about the infinity loop of wealth, which is what I like to call it anyway. We talk about how to buy online businesses using property, right, equity and all that sort of things, and then how to buy real estate using your online business and how that just becomes a really cool infinity loop of wealth that not too many people are actually using. Let's face it, not, not too many people even know buying a website even exists. We also talk about how much this power couple, Andrell and Krisha, bought their website for, what it's making per month, and what type of online business that actually is. We also talk about the value in the relationship they have with the person they purchased of. We talk about their struggle, what their struggles were when you know starting to learn this space and starting to buy their first online business. And I've got to be honest here, even I struggle with this sometimes, so keep an eye out for this or an ear out, I should say, for this. And we also talk about what advice they would give to people who are looking to buy their website as a first-time newbie investor. There's so much other things we cover as well. But before we get into this episode, which I know you're absolutely going to love, don't go away and buy a business without having the due diligence framework that I'm going to give you for free. A lot of people have been raving about it. So many people use this due diligence framework, including the power couple that you're going to hear from in this podcast episode. This due diligence framework takes the guesswork out of buying an online business and includes the questions you need to ask about the business, ask the seller and the broker and all that sort of thing. So get that at buyingonlinebusinesses.com for slash free resources. Now let's get stuck into hearing from Andrell and Krisha. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by Niche Website Builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Do you want to start investing in websites, but don't want to drop $20,000 on your first investment? Check out Odie's where you can buy premium age domains to build a website on and add Odie's done for you affiliate site package to help you grow your website and get seen. Instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority, buy a premium age domain with built-in authority, great SEO, and fresh quality content for your website. Head to odys.global to check out their great deals. That's O-D-Y-S dot G-L-O-B-A-L. Link will be in the description too. Cool. Welcome, guys, from from Canada. So I thought you were in Toronto, but you're in Alberta. <laughs> oh, it's fair. We're, we're born and raised in Toronto, so that's, okay. that's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, guys. You just bought a business. How does that feel? What do you think? It feels pretty great. <laughs> Can't yeah. lie. It feels really good. Yeah. And so there's so many questions to ask about the business, and I'm really excited for you guys 
let's start off from the start. Like, why did you decide to, like, why, why an online business? Like, what was the reason or the goal to have an online income stream? Yeah, great question. Um, there's quite a few reasons. I think narrowing it down, though, um, really what it was that we were looking for an opportunity to, one, be able to combine our two different skill sets, um, and two, to be able to generate uh, an income stream that uh, we can ultimately have control over and ultimately it'll be able to provide uh, wealth and, and um, income that we don't have to work for 24-7 in order to get it. So um, those are two things that definitely really excited us about the uh, the concept of buying an online business. Yeah, cool. And so did you were you looking at things before you realized you could buy an online business? Like, and what were yeah. you looking at? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, I mean... Um, I work in the commercial real estate space in my day to day. Um, and so, um, we do own some, uh, real estate, residential real estate. Um, we've had some stocks and such, but, um, you know, we were really looking for something that could do a bit better on the cash flow side that didn't require as a, you know, specific to real estate as large as a capital investment as, uh, as it does. So when I kind of came across just through a funny enough Twitter, uh, the the idea of um, buying digital real estate um, it kind of jumped out to me just from my background and mm. uh, when I saw you know digital my mm-hmm. wife she's a digital marketer by uh, by trade and mm-hmm. so uh, you know it seemed like a match made in heaven to kind of combine our two uh, skill sets. Once he dove into tw- Twitter and he found that tweet like he just got deep into the rabbit hole and just yeah. started like reading and researching and just got really into it. And then eventually he pulled me in. He's like, Hey, did you know that this world exists? <laughs> and I was like, I kind, I kind of knew about it, but I didn't know it was to this depth. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we just, we just ended up being going down a rabbit hole and just getting really interested into it. Yeah. That's so cool. So Andre, you basically, you already knew what investing was like you already knew some you know you're already investing in the stock market as well um yeah. and so you're in real estate why why did this attract you like wh- why did you go or did you take money from from um real estate as in equity or did you take money from you know your stock portfolio and put it into this business like what sort of made you go i need a little piece of this pie a lot of reasons, and I think one of the one of the main ones um, was, you know, the, the the upfront capital investment and spend that you need to get into a real estate deal. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite high, typically, um, especially in you know any of the major markets. Um, especially for you guys out in Australia, I'm sure it's no different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it it requires quite a bit upfront, um, and then on top of that. Uh, there is quite a bit more management to some degree. Um, you know, certainly it's not every day, but there is some more management involved. Um, and so I guess one of the key things that, that stood out to me was, you know, just people logging onto a website uh, that can kind of generate income and you don't got to do anything for that. Um, of course, there is a very active management component of the of the entire website ownership process. Um, but, you know, certainly the upfront capital spend, as well as just how uh, the way Twitter positioned it in terms of how much you could cash flow um, and your, your cash on cash returns, it just were, was phenomenal and seemed out of this world to me, um, especially the speed at which you can generate it. So just looking at it from, um, you know, comparing various investment opportunities and again, going back to being able to, you know, work directly alongside my wife, I I thought it was a phenomenal opportunity. Yeah. And I think the difference between like, if you look at 
you know, physical real estate and digital real estate. With physical real estate, you lock in a tenant for a year and it's kind of the same, you know, cash flow every single month for that entire year. Yeah. Whereas with yeah. digital real estate, you know, we we can make some tweaks this month and it'll make a huge difference next month. Mm. Um, and just that fluidity um, in terms of, it's revenue from month to month and just us able to make those improvements to a website, make those changes and see those changes happen in real time um, was really intriguing for us. Wow. Crazy. You just hit on something really cool there because like, I like to, I like to run um, digital real estate parallel with physical real estate. Cause there are some comparatives. Like yeah. for example, say we buy a, a piece of physical real estate and we decide to rent it out and then we go, oh, hang on a second, in five years' time or a year's time, let's do a bit of a reno and we can increase our rental price. Mm-hmm. There's only so much renovations that you can do, but with an online business, you can continually renovate, don't need to keep mm-hmm. tenants out. And then, you know, that you don't go up quickly and then stop. You can continue that that growth going. That's that's. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, no questions. Yeah, what you said, Andrell, is the ROI, I guess. You know, with I mean, real estate is good. Like I love For real sure. estate. I'm buying, I'm buying a piece of property at the moment. Yeah. And I think it's it blends really well into um, physical real estate and digital real estate has this really yeah. good like infinity pattern that I'll talk about mm-hmm. soon. But the the fact that you can make five to eight percent, and you can make a bit better, obviously, with with sure. physical real estate in terms of growth, that's cool. But the and what you said, Kreisha, is that income doesn't continue to grow with an online business. You can have an income grows, but also your asset growth is higher than digital real estate or physical real estate, and it can continue to continue to grow at an alarming rate compared to, like, you can manufacture your growth in an mm-hmm. online business, whereas you can only manufacture growth a, a little bit with a physical real estate when you do renovations or de- developments, right? You can manufacture mm-hmm. it, but you're also waiting for the market to mm-hmm. increase in value for usually yeah. for capital growth, whereas an online business, you're not waiting for the market to grow, to be able to grow your asset value, right? Yeah, for sure. And and definitely, you know, with physical real estate, like I, I work for um, uh, one of the larger institutional funds here in Canada. And so I see that there's absolutely ways to financial, financially engineer your returns to, uh, you know, hit a certain threshold. Um, but I think what's really compelling about digital real estate is the, the, the number of levers and the speed at which you can pull those levers um, to 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 generate a, a higher return is is phenomenal. And and I think for us, uh, by no means do we intend to stop buying physical real estate. We absolutely want to keep doing that. But I think in terms of you know kind of having call it a, a cash flow engine in within our portfolio to be able to spur on some of those other investments, we think it's a, a great opportunity on that basis. Uh, it really is. Like you said, the cash flow is quite high in online business. And this is what I like. You can start from either position, but if you couple digital with physical real estate is that cash that you make from your online business, you can roll that into a deposit for another property purchase. And then you can keep that property for, depending on how good you are at buying and if you're looking for higher yield over um, higher growth or higher growth over higher yield. If you're going for just the growth, 
in that physical real estate investment, you can, over two, three years' time, you can pull some equity from that and put that into buying an online business. And we've got members in the Bob community that have, you know, pulled equity out and and mm-hmm. bought an online business using their equity. And then mm-hmm. you from that online business you buy with equity, that cash flow can, you know, can build up to another point that you roll that back into uh, another property and it just creates this really cool infinity absolutely loop. yeah the reason exactly. i think it's just a beautiful blend and this is what i'm doing is that you have physical property which yeah a l- little bit less return on investment but also less risk than online business and then sure. you have yep. more cash flow um in online business with a little bit extra risk. And I think it's yeah. a really good blend because I don't know if you guys have heard of the um the fire movement financial independence retire early. Yeah. There's like there's one route and you know you you stick with that and you can box yourself in like you can box yourself in with just all online businesses and you can box yourself mm-hmm. in with just all real estate and and you yeah. can't get the scale. But that cash flow to risk infinity loop I think is just is cool, right? Yeah, we really want to develop that, call it incestuous relationship with our funds where it's kind of just all, everything feeds in and it's helping one another. So that's that's definitely the route we're looking to go. Mm-hmm. So Twitter, I don't, I don't, um, I'm so curious because I don't do anything on Twitter. Maybe I should. Yeah. Um, where did you, what did you, what were you finding on Twitter and like, was there just good posts and stuff or links to things? Like what's, how did you come across this on Twitter? He likes to call it money Twitter. (laughs) And I guess there's just a community of people just giving tips and tricks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Twitter is kind of, it's for those who aren't um, familiar with it, it's a funny place because there you can find there's something for everyone on there. Mm. Um, And so uh, I ended up, I was looking for a number of months. I was just like, man, like where can we find some opportunities to generate cash flow? And so, um, you know, some guys, I just started following a couple guys here and there. Um, and then one guy ended up um, basically retweeting or reposting something from another guy. And uh, that person, um, his name was James Camp, but he was he was effectively talking about uh, digital real estate and the opportunities. And he kind of went through like a very quick, call it a, a six post um, uh, summary of how you can, you know, get into this space and the type of opportunity. And he went through like kind of flipping um, a, a digital real estate asset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it to be absolutely phenomenal. And so I kind of just kept following him, uh, read some of his posts, uh, ended up actually taking one of his courses, his co- course that he recently uh, created. Cool. And it kind of cool. just sent me down the rabbit hole. And mm-hmm. as my wife said, mm-hmm. um, you know, I ended up showing her like, I think this is real. Like, I think this is really something that we should look into. And so um, it kind of all kicked off from there, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Keisha, Krisha, it's Krisha, right? Krisha. Yeah. Sorry. So, nope. for did you, so you do this as a career? Did like you do um, marketing, digital marketing? What yes. sort of digital marketing do you do for work? Yeah. So, um, I was working at a full service agency. So, we were doing you know, Google ads, Facebook ads, but we were also helping clients with websites, mm-hmm. uh, SEO. Um, pretty much anything digital. And so when he kind of, he brought this to my attention, it's like, it, it was, is kind of putting his world and my world together because yeah. I'm like, I do this for clients all the time. Like, you know, we help clients with their websites. We help them with search engine ranking. We help them with paid digital campaigns. Eventually, like he, the way he described it to me is like, no, 
I would, I would be my own client. Like we would be our own client. Um, and so I would be able to take the skill set that I have that, you know, um, I love working for my clients. I love working with them and helping them with their stuff, but seeing it and being able to apply it to our own stuff, um, was really exciting for, or is really exciting for me right now. Yeah. That's so cool. Just to, I mean, most of the people that come through this don't actually have um, the skill. Like most people in the community aren't like, oh, I'm I'm an expert in any one digital marketing thing. Or most people don't know anything about digital marketing, which is why yeah. I'm, and they they crush it. But which is why I'm super excited for you guys to have this already like this little power source to just <laughs> plug straight into into yeah. your business. Well, my tip for anyone is to marry a digital marketer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I said, marry a digital marketer. It's a good way to go if you want to yeah. get into this business. <laughs> Strategic marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, since you are in digital marketing, what sort of business did you decide to go for, and why? So, this recent asset that we just purchased. Um, so, we the first uh, asset that we purchased was is a food blog slash DIY blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so his background is he's real estate. He does the acquisition stuff. So, um, he pretty much did all of the research, um, did all the due diligence, applied what he does in his everyday job, Mm -hmm. um, to purchasing this asset. And then he pretty much just brought me on, you know, once he got through that due diligence phase. So, I mean, maybe you have a little bit more background on how that process went and why we chose this property for sure for sure so it was it's um i mean definitely i had to learn a whole different skill set right like in terms of um you know what is traffic what is how do you monetize uh, that traffic what do you do with any of those things that was um completely new items that i had to learn to even be able to position myself to buy um sorry position us rather to buy something like this so um once i kind of had those pieces in place i set out uh what we refer to in real estate as mandate uh and the mandate kind of set out what is our investment criteria what boxes does it have to kind of check for it to be viable for us Mm -hmm. um so once we kind of went through that and of course going through the um uh the buying online business courses that that you kind of have set out um, was super helpful for us to kind of get our minds around, you know, what is a good deal? What does that look like? How do we kind of make sure that we're checking behind the the curtain to make sure we're not, uh, there's nothing, no skeletons in the closet. So, um, you know, once we kind of got through, once I kind of got through there, I was able to see that, you know what, uh, sweetheart, I think this is a great deal. Like, I think this is a great opportunity. Uh, it hits all the boxes. I haven't found any red flags. And actually, I think it's there's a lot of upside opportunity for us to be able to capture once we do close on it. So um, really it wasn't, we weren't, when I was looking, we weren't niche specific, like it had to be food or it had to be lifestyle or anything like that. Um, It was much more driven on the fundamentals. And I figured whatever else we would figure out along the way in terms of who will write content and such, I figured we would, we would figure that out one way or another. Yeah. So as soon as he came to me, I was like, this is a great deal. But I did my due diligence for like, I started digging into the Google analytics, yeah. you know, started looking yeah. at all of the data. I'm um, just seeing if everything added up, um, at least from based on my experience. And I was like, yeah, this is actually a pretty good deal. And like you, and I, I was really impressed because he, I maybe like six months ago had no idea about any of this. When I would when I would talk about these things, you'd be like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, and at yeah. some point, like our our uh, world. world 
collided. And, um, and then I was like, yeah, this is actually a really good deal. And I was like, let's go for it. And the rest is history. <laughs> awesome. Well, that, that course paid off then. Hey, Andre. <laughs> I say so. Yeah. I mean, still, still to be seen, we're still very early in the game, but I yeah. think in terms of, uh, what we can see from, from now as, as being the official owners of the, of the, the site, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of opportunities to improve on the, the great foundation that the, the, the seller kind of left for us. And so we were also pretty fortunate. The seller seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's yeah. been very helpful for onboarding us as well. Realizing that the seller is a good person, like that's, that's a bonus. Sometimes we can have people that we just like, we want to buy the site because it's a great site, but we may not just have the same values as that person yeah. and getting along with them. But did you like, I can, I can already see this in, in like how you operate as a human being on that you do this with work is you're a good naturally, maybe it wasn't before you started real estate, but naturally you're a good um, people person, right? You are good at with, building relationships and keeping relationships and communicating with people. So did you find that helped with your due diligence process? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the way we went about it is we actually went through a, uh, a, a broker, a private broker, um, a guy who we were referred to someone and he had someone that he knew. So certainly, you know, firstly get warm with the broker, which is something I am accustomed to doing and just, yeah. uh, you know, trying to, just get on the same page as them. That was one one step, and then certainly establishing rapport pretty quickly with the seller. Once I uh, once it was time to jump on a call, just to figure out, you know, what kind of things is he into? What would uh, you know help him to feel comfortable with um, transitioning something that he worked on in this case for uh, the better part of a decade, about seven seven or eight years or so. Well, yeah. um, so you know, that's it's not just, and even to this day, he's still checking the site every day. Yeah. <laughs> so. For sure, for him, it was more than just, you know, um, a site that he's going to throw away. This is his, his baby. So he had to feel comfortable. Yeah, it's cool. I, I think it's great that, you know, sellers still check on check on their sites. Like I have a site that we bought, I think it was last year, late last year. And this year, like earlier this year, the, the seller was like, oh, I noticed something on the site, like this little bugging issue. <laughs> I, I, you know, and he's like, "Oh, I'll I'll just fix it for you. Can you just give me the logins? Just came in, fixed it. You know, like wow, that relationship that you can build is like I keep saying to people, and I just you may hear me repeat it over mm-hmm. and over, but you know, the relationship can be more valuable than the asset that you end up purchasing. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. if they've got another business that you can buy, and you know that 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 relationship, those relationships are so valuable. Sure. So, do you mind me asking? And you don't need to. We don't need to go into um, money and details and like that. But are you open to discussing like how much you bought it for and how much the business is making and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I think so. Like uh, at a high level. Um, yeah, so high level. The 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 nice thing about when we kind of this one took a little bit longer to go through. So we started the discussions in June with the seller, um, and we didn't actually close until I want to say two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. So in August. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, um, when we, when we were looking at the site, so we, we had kind of struck a, a purchase price at about 37,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time there was an issue with one of the plugins that was disrupting some of the ad revenue that was coming in. So the, the, your six month trailing multiple was artificially lower than what it should have been. Um, so, you know, kind of the beauty of that is that there was some natural 
baked in um, upside that was coming, which we were able to see and confirm because we did have the the benefit of, you know, we closed in August. Um, so we saw July's income fully for the month. And then we saw the vast majority of August income for the month. Um, and so, you know, that kind of definitely gave us comfort that, yeah, that's that that was really a hiccup uh, that we were able to capitalize on. So our multiple, even though it was around, call it 34x uh, at the time of initially looking at the deal, by the time we closed, it was somewhere around 28. So, um, you know, we're pretty pleased with that. It's, that's so cool. I remember you emailing me about that, like you use those specific words um, baked in and I was like, that is cool that you, you, you've bought the business based off a, a lesser multiple based off the bugging issue that they had and then got mm-hmm. the upside potential of it being fixed without you having to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. And Cruise has been really good at seeing some of the other monetization opportunities. What do you want to talk a bit about what you've seen in terms of the affiliates and and such. Yeah. yeah, just um, from my experience, like working with influencers and affiliate programming, like we just saw um, there was a lot of opportunities there that he, um, this, the seller hadn't uh, really fully explored. Um, and so we, we were able to also see those opportunities when we were doing the due diligence before closing. Um, mm-hmm. We're definitely going to take advantage of them moving forward. Um, and so it was just, there was just, it was just really cool to see how much space there is for the site to grow and for us to be able to apply what we know and what we've learned. Um, and hopefully, you know, like the seller yesterday, we had a closing meeting with him and he was like, I want to see you guys grow. I want you guys, I want to see you guys, you know, be able to, what did, what did you 10X. say? 10 exit. <laughs> and he was like really excited about it. It was really cool. And we're like, yeah, we're really excited and we're ready to get going. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, like we don't need to do this, but, um, since he has, he honestly was pretty good to us throughout the whole process. We had a little, a couple of hiccups on our side in terms of getting certain things over, but he was very patient. Um, so, you know, he's moved on to uh, more of a woodworking business, uh, physical brick and mortar, woodworking type stuff. So um, in terms of showcasing some of his DIY projects, you know, we said, uh, you know, we're more than happy to leverage the site to kind of drive some business your way if that's helpful so um you know certainly continuing the relationship going forward because i think um you know that that call it karma will come back around we hope so yeah yeah. no doubt i have no doubt Uh, and that's awesome korea the influencing the influencer sort of marketing that you're talking about can we talk about that at a high level? Like what, so you've seen some of that work with some of your clients and how are you looking to instill that in the, or implement that in this business? I think from, let's just from the top of my mind for a content site is I like to see um, other influencers write about specific things for the, uh, for the site, which can build EAT as well. Is that a mm-hmm. similar sort of concept that you, you want to implement? Yeah, exactly. What was interesting about this site was that he built it not so much as a personal brand thing, but he just really built it up as a food DIY blog. Yeah. Um, so selling it over to us, we, there there wasn't like uh, an issue of us running into, you know, like he's the face of this website and we're going to have a little bit of an issue to transition out of that. It was really, you know, we can plug and play. We can find influencers who, um, you know, write in this niche, who create content for this niche um, and basically tap into their audience and extend our audience that way. Um, And then at the same time, you know, 
we're not building the content all on our own. We're able to build a network of influencers, of content creators um, who will basically contribute to this site and help us build that credibility and help us further, um, you know, extend our reach outside of who's already visiting the web, visiting the website on a regular basis. So yeah, we're really excited yeah. about that. Yeah. It's so cool to not have a personal brand attached to it, but be able to build like a community and an audience around it is really cool. So roughly what was the net net profit per month for this, for this business when you, when you were buying it, I guess yes. it's sort of would have changed from pre July to now, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we were looking at it initially, it was somewhere just like a, on the trail in six months was called eleven thousand to eleven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then when we we're close to closing, when we we're at closing, we were at uh, closer to fourteen hundred. Um, so there was a bit of lift there. But then, cool. Really, like the 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 monthly income in that last month. Uh, we saw it actually kick up to close to 2000, which was pretty, pretty nice to see. So, um, you know, we're hoping that that trend continues. I think there was like a, a, a slight touch of seasonality on one particular post about barbecuing, grilling. Uh, so, you know, July is a good month for that to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, we're hoping to kind of just build around that to continue to um, uh, keep that, that uh, I guess, that traffic flow um, high. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing about um, when you're in business is like I teach my inner circle mastermind members to listen to your business. And when you can listen to your business, your business is telling you what it needs more of to grow. And if you can tune into your business and listen to it and not be too hyper-focused, not be too far away, but have a good sort of broad spectrum, um, that's when we can you know, really get some great results. And I think you guys are going to do this very, very well. So I'm, I'm excited for you. And so I want to talk about challenges and things that, you know, like may have came up on your journey. So when did you join the community, Andrell? And I think you probably just went, I'm joining and you brought Kriya along. <laughs> yeah, I brought, brought Kriya with me uh, for sure. So we joined in June, I want to say. Was I think it, May. Was it May? Yeah, or June? It was May. One of the two. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool. And so, say you joined in May. Um, so, wow, you, you, you went full steam ahead. So, May, June, July. So, you, within two months, you sort of bought two to two and a half months, you sort of bought the business. That, yeah, but only caveat to that, we were looking for a little bit before that. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you did this other course as well prior to like coming into my world and stuff. So, yeah. from... Like say you started like six months ago, maybe like learning about this space. What were some of the things that like were challenges for you, like that you found were quite hard in the process of like sealing the deal and buying a business? Hard in going through the process. Um, I think the toughest thing is not knowing what you don't know. Like mm-hmm. I, even as much as I, you know, thought I was well researched, I know that there's certain things I just don't know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, even little things like setting up your your escrow account and how annoying that can be uh, to make sure that everything's buttoned down. Uh, that causes a bit of time delays, and then you know, of course, you're trying to present yourself as someone who's um, you know somewhat seasoned, even though you're pretty forthcoming that uh, this is your first go at it. But uh, you know, there's certainly stuff like that where I wasn't super pleased, and I felt like it 
didn't help my credibility in terms of one of the things you talk about is how to be a good buyer. Um, mm. So um, didn't like that. But I think where I where I lucked out is having Krija with me. She was um, always, you know, there and available to kind of help me think through certain things yeah. and uh, make sure that, you know, some of the language type stuff in terms of some of the SEO uh, phrasing and such, uh, it just kind of goes over my head occasionally. So uh, being able to tap into her as a resource has been phenomenal. So, Yeah, for sure. That's, you know, me being, I guess you would say somewhat seasoned now, I forget at times I forget like there's so many things to decompartmentalize and the mm-hmm. language one is huge. Like, you know, CLTV, all these abbreviations, like I have a yeah. module on that and on that thing that you would have probably remembered, but they just keep yeah. coming at you. Sometimes people send me an email with an abbreviation of or an acronym. I'm like, what is that? And I, I'm on Google, yeah. but still even now, like, let me find out what that even means. <laughs> For sure. Like even things like RPM and then realizing, yeah. oh, it's not just revenue per impressions, it's revenue per sessions. And it's like, what the heck's the difference between even those two <laughs> things? It, it's, there's just so much coming at you so quickly. And I think one of my advantages as a person is that I'm very much, you know what, I don't know everything, but I'm going to go for it. Um, which is a blessing and a curse. And uh, we found out some something about that this morning, which we can share later, a funny story. But um, my wife, she's much more of the type who measures three times and then cuts once. Um, so the nice thing about that is it kind of balances me out. Whereas, you know, I'll dive straight in um, with the little that I know. She makes sure that we're kind of more focused or concentrated when we're kind of going into anything. So it's, that's great. It's yeah. Well, let's bring that story up now if you're open to open to sharing or do you don't, yes. to, you don't have to say it on air because we can talk about it later. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a, this is a good one. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So um, we, we uh, recently, we were changing over uh, hosting providers for the website um, just to help with the speed of, of it. Um, so yesterday, you know, this whole week I've been taking care of, you know, uh, moving everything over with the, with the hosting provider. Um, and so last night it was, my final step was to change the name servers um, and update them so that they point to um, that new hosting provider. And so, you know, I had done that last night. Everything looked good. The website was running. And then this morning I woke up, he wakes up way before me. So he was up at like 530. I woke up at like seven and I see a text on my phone. Um, and he was like, uh, our site is down. I don't know why. Um, and I was like, uh, okay. And I looked into it and I was like, okay, I'm like, what, what is Cloudflare? Like, why is the error saying Cloudflare? And he was like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, did, and then like, it was just this confusion because I didn't know that he had set up a Cloudflare account. Um, We just had a miscommunication. And so now basically it came down to after me digging into it a little bit deeper, I was like, oh, I'm supposed, I was, if you had told me about Cloudflare, I was supposed to update the name servers to the Cloudflare details rather than this new hosting provider um and so it our site was down for a couple of hours this morning just because of that miscommunication it was so cool because again the owner the previous owner was like checking in and he like emailed he's like hey i noticed like the site is down (laughs) we're like yeah we're trying to figure it out (laughs) the funny part part for me on that whole thing is that you know i was just learning so much and i'm still continuing to learn a lot so Mm -hmm. my first instinct is you know let's try and implement so i thought i just set up the account 
but I didn't know I was screwing something else up on the side. Um, so, you know, again, just kind of us working through our, um, our partnership and process on this uh, is kind of important to figure out, you know, the communication flows and making sure that's all in check. So she doesn't wake up pissed off. <laughs> he doesn't wake up without a site working. You're off at work. Yeah. Selling some property. Yeah. Can't get a hold of you. Uh, I think it's pretty good, Krisha, that you got the site up after a few hours because it can take, you know, it can take up to 24 to 48 hours mm-hmm. for, for um, Cloudflare to the DNS settings to propagate. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. You got it up pretty quick again. Yeah. Uh, I think some of it's still propagating. So, but yeah. for the yeah. part, it's up and we're yeah. just gonna, I think it takes up like a 72 hours. So hopefully like it just works after three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will be fine. So I want to ask, you know, there was a the, the challenge was not knowing what you don't know, Andrel. But what would be one of the things that was like the hugely beneficial for you? Like, what was one thing that you would say really helped you with finding, buying, executing um, a, the deal? Yeah, um, I'd say the various communities. So um, you know, we talked about money, Twitter at the beginning, at the front end. There, <laughs> I just you know, being able to to hear from from those people who are kind of doing it. Um, granted, I don't talk much on Twitter, but just being able to kind of uh, explore that is great. Um, I'd say the community that you built, Jared, has been great, um, especially uh, being able to talk to you directly and kind of get some feedback that helps just to, you know, when I'm telling my wife, hey, I think this is a good deal. She's like, hmm, is it? And so um, <laughs> being able to say, yeah, it is. And I talked to Jared about it. These are the things Jared said. You know, that's that's also extremely helpful. And of course, all of the um, the, the stuff on the back end of, of your site that you've created found that super beneficial to be able to just have something to cross-reference, especially now as we're going into how do we uh, start to grow the build the site and stabilize the site, um, being able to go back and reference each one of those uh, and pull themes out of it that are pro- applicable or not applicable or whatever the case is. It's very helpful to have that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we just keep adding to the growing online businesses course there for people that I've got a whole post purchase section coming. Um, by the time this comes out, episode comes out, maybe it's already there. But um, I think it's just your partnership you've got here is I'm like when you said you were going to Chris, you're like, this is a good deal. And she's like, is it? Like, I love <laughs> this. I absolutely love it because. Um, I would go to my dad super optimistic about, you know, I remember my second deal. I was like, dad, check this out. This is so good. And he's like, you can't buy this business, Jared. You can't buy it. Um, And he was really my sounding board. And that's what I feel that I try to do with everybody is like, you guys come to me, look how good this is, Jared. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) And then we break down the due diligence and it's, if you don't have that, this is where it can become very scary. Can you see like when you came in, Andrell, with the energy of like, how good is this this industry? Yeah. Like, I can buy this business. I can make this much money. What goes on in my head is that I build this dream around, oh, how would my yeah. life look like if I own this right now? And yeah. then the blinkers come on and we just try to buy it anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, just given the the roles that I've worked in um, outside of digital real estate, but my day-to-day nine-to-five, I've uh, worked in, in different deal finding acquisition type roles. And I know for, for a fact just how 
you know, one track minded I can get and just people in general, when they get into what they call deal heat, uh, you just get blind and it doesn't matter. I'm getting this at all costs. So um, definitely having her as kind of the um, healthy dose of skepticism um, yeah. is extremely important. Yeah. Deal hate. I like that. That's really cool. So one more question I wanted to talk about is like, what advice would you give to somebody that was like just ran or came across money Twitter, like you, Andre Owens, like, or just came into this, like, you can buy a website business. What would be one piece of advice you guys, or either of you guys would give to give to um, a newbie? Uh, should I go first? Or yeah, you go first? go first. Okay. Um, I think it's very easy to get paralyzed by fear. Um, I think there is a lot of things that you just will not know, especially if you're coming in completely green like me. There's a lot of reasons to say no to everything. Um, but I think being able to tap in into a community of sorts, wherever that is, I think is hugely important because it'll help you to um, save time from making the silly mistakes and also push you into making good decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have um, a wife or a friend or a relative who has, um, you know, some level of business acumen, maybe not necessarily related to digital um, real estate, but some level of business acumen who can kind of guide you away from a cliff or push you off the cliff. Um, I think that's, that would be, you know, very helpful as well. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, I think uh, for us, it's been great to be able to have me on the one side as the optimist who says, you know what, let's try to find ways to do this. And her having her thoughts, uh, you know, firstly, her experience. And secondly, her ability to kind of, you know, think through things and measure three times and cut once. So yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, no, I I have this, I was going to say the same thing. I think what's been really cool through this experience is being able to plug into a community, um, at least for, especially for him, because I've seen it accelerate his growth and his knowledge base in this uh, realm or this field or this industry. Um, and like some of just to see in the last six months, at least, like some of the terms that he's been able to pick up and just how he's been able to put the pieces together. Like it took him six months, whereas it took me probably like a year or two of, you know, working my job to pick up some of these things and be able to put that together. And I know ultimately it came down to the community, the communities that he's plugged into, the courses that he's taken. Um, and then even just having that objective soundboard, like, you know, with, with you, Jared, or like other people who, you know, we don't, don't, necessarily have that emotional attachment like a husband and wife do um that he's able to you know come to me and be like hey i did the due diligence here are the people i talked to and here's why this is a good deal um has been really helpful for us yeah that's that's so good like both those pieces of advice is is seriously good and i i could just feel how good it would be for you creature to be like i've been doing this for a long time Welcome to my world. Like you understand me a little bit more now. Yes, exactly. It's actually so cool. Like we've been able to have conversations about digital and um, like, you know, before, whereas I would talk and he'd just be like, Oh, that's nice. Like, (laughs) great. And now it's like, he can, we're like having back and forth and like having dialogue about it. So it's been really cool. Yeah. I give her all the credit because she's been kind of my my professor um, to some degree where it's like, you know, I, I, 
I have to come to her because there's just things I don't know, but I, you know, she has the benefit of her experience. So it's been really cool. Cause like when we buy the physical real estate stuff, um, mm-hmm. it's largely been, she's looking at me for, okay, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Us <laughs> working together on this and I'm looking at her more for, uh, some, some thoughts and guidance. So it's, it's kind of nice for us to have that, uh, those different spaces to navigate in and out of where we're kind of leaning on each other to make that happen. Yeah, it's great. Oh, you guys have a great partnership. Um, so looking forward to seeing where you guys are at in a year or two years with this business or if you buy another one. Um, yeah. But we have to keep this conversation alive for sure. So thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been hugely inspirational to listen to you guys and I'm sure everybody else listening feels the same. So thank you for chatting. Thanks, Jared. Thank you Thank you so much, Andrell and Krisha, for coming on. It's we I greatly appreciate hearing from you guys, and I know everybody else does as well. If you guys want to buy an online business to earn a passive income, just like these guys did, come and join the buying online business community. We're seeing people buy businesses every week now. It's seriously inspiring. I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And it's cool to see people sort of, you know, work their way out of their day job and do this. So if you're interested in doing this, come along and check out the Buying Online Business community. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. See you on the next one.